what's up? Down the line, Dan Abington, Shane Hogan, Matt Yazel, John Leuzzi, live here on Marquette Radio, 3.30 p.m. Central Time. And uh, we're ready to talk some sports, aren't we? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes, sir. <laughs> that was a delayed reaction, Shane. Sorry. I got <laughs> scared. Of? Leuzzi's loud voice in my headphones. <laughs> I'm not talking loud today, No, no, Shane. no, no. It just it shot at me. I'm sorry. You're all right. My headphones are deciding not to work, so that's fun. That happens all the time. How's everyone doing? Pretty well. I'm all right. I'm done classes for the week, so that's nice. Same. Lovely. Imagine having a Friday class. <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> me either. Thanks for that. Oh, John's you have got multiple. I have two. <laughs> oh, John. I I know. I Doesn't try. have a Thursday class, though. I don't have any classes Tuesday and Thursdays, though, but... Those you, are the worst two days to not got, have classes. You gotta do yeah, it the other way. <laughs> I I understand. He's only a sophomore, people. He's <laughs> unfortunately still has to take a Friday class. John, but now you know. It, I tried not having a Friday class this semester, but it didn't work out. You'll get it the next two years. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier now. Yeah. Well, it was a big week. Yes, it was. Uh, mostly because of the biggest event potentially in all of sports happening on Sunday, the Super Bowl. Uh, congratulations to Shane for the correct prediction of the Buccaneers. <laughs> Sounds like a record over there. What? Just keep winning these things. Uh, oh. Yeah, sure, you've won one. No, I did this one. I did the playoff Did he one. win MLB? Oh, he did I win got the MLB. Playoffs. I got the World Series. It's just becoming a habit, and it's quite all right with me. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the game, though. Uh, I got the World Series more than you did. I just have to say that. Okay, screw off. Let's talk about the game. <laughs> uh... Tampa Bay over Kansas City in an absolute thumping. 31-9 the final? Yep. Uh, wow, what a game. Uh, not at all what maybe anyone expected. Nope. Um, not what I expected, that's for sure. I, I predicted the winner right, but I you know thought it was going to be very close. I thought it was going to be pretty evenly matched, and... I mean, I think it doesn't happen often, but I think the Kansas City Chiefs got absolutely outplayed and absolutely outcoached. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had a – was, a, I, was I talking loud? No, I think that. that was Matt. Look at that level. Oh. <laughs> not me. It's not me today, like Shane. volcano. Shane, it's not me today. I'm just telling you that. But, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I, I really thought – I if you told me the Chiefs would have had six points in at the end of the first half and they came off of two field goals, I would not have believed you. I you're to your point, they were outplayed, they were outcoached. The defense, Todd Bowles drew up almost a perfect game mm-hmm. for that. And the fact that this man didn't get a coaching job, maybe maybe we could have had he didn't have he wasn't able to have the justice of being interviewed correctly. Uh, because the the chief the the Buccaneers kept on playing and the only ways he well, was able to be fair the last time zooms. he was a head coach he was absolutely yeah but miserable. he could have but you look at other coaches that had got second chances and they came back so I know and it it might happen again it but, might but, but you it, know what I, it also needs to be said some guys are just better as coordinators that's true just because you're a good coordinator doesn't mean you're gonna make a good head coach there's you're a right. big difference yep. case in point with the guy that's running my team right now. <laughs> also, uh, Matt Patricia. Yep. Well, he just sucks in general. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. 
But yes, I, I, I mean, Todd Bowles deserves all the credit in the world. That defensive line absolutely ate up the Kansas City offensive line. Which, I would I would like to get my acknowledgement for talking about that as yeah, the key I, matchup I, of the game. That was. So that was I mean, thank if you, Shane, you for that perfect lead-in. Oh, I was going to give you the credit, but you, you had to humbly just eat that one alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're the humble one here too, Shane. Why? Because I continue to win? <laughs> and brag about it? <laughs> uh, John picked himself as the winner last week. Yeah, I did. Um, look, this was a an exquisite defensive game plan, and... Uh, performance by by this team. They 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 simply just destroyed that offensive line. Patrick Mahomes was running with his head cut off every mm-hmm. single play, making some of the most ridiculously outstanding athletic plays yeah. you'll ever see. I mean, the one where he was falling was completely parallel to the ground. Threw the ball thirty yards, dropped. Yeah, I mean, say, like, it probably should have been caught. <laughs> if that ball's caught, that's arguably one of the greatest throws of all time. Yeah. Um. You know, he didn't play great, but he he doesn't deserve the absolute crap he's taking on Twitter by people who watch four football games a year either. I mean, he half he of the was, country. He was pressured every single play, and he he you know made a couple bad throws. Maybe should have. You know, either taking a sack once in a while or I don't know. There, there wasn't much he could do. And so you got to credit the Tampa Bay defense. Their front seven just played lights out. I think Mahomes' ability to, like, throughout the whole season, you know, run around in the pocket and make those athletic plays yeah. is why people, including me, maybe weren't as worried about the Chiefs' O line. You know, obviously, we all saw what the Bucks did to the Packers, who, mm-hmm. despite missing Bakhtiari, still had a pretty dang good O line. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe people just weren't as concerned about that because Mahomes can make those kind of plays. But that, to me, is just you know, the reason they won the game. In reality, um, I mean, the Bucks—it's what how they beat the Packers because it. You know, they picked Mahomes off twice, but you know, without all that pressure, that probably doesn't happen. I mean, he doesn't throw those yeah. interceptions all that often, mm-hmm. and it's just—it was an <clears throat> excuse me, an incredible performance all around by their and, defense. And. They usually, the Bucks were doing it with a ton of blitzes. Bulls was calling blitzes every play against the Packers. This was really just a straight four-man rush. They were just getting in there. Having Vita Vea back, I think, was uh, really underrated um, in, in the middle of that line. JPP getting pressure. Shaq Barrett played outstanding. Um, really exquisite. On defense. Because going into the game, people kept mentioning that Mahomes' numbers versus the blitz are just, like, insane. Mm. Like, he just absolutely – whenever people try to blitz him, it, he just absolutely carves him up. Very, very Rodgers-esque in that factor. Uh, you know, I, I can just imagine the Bears bringing two linebackers and somehow Jordy Nelson's wide open over the middle <laughs> for 35 yards and a touchdown. Um, I've seen it one too many times, but – I, it w- it was just such a good performance. Um, so you know that was obviously the main takeaway. But you can't not talk about the forty three year old Super Bowl MVP who just played so clean, so smart. And the best part about it is Rob Gronkowski caught two touchdowns. I was absolutely fired up when he caught his first one. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. And, and who doesn't just- love Gronk? 
Yeah. And I'm I mean, sure they made history. Out there, they made yeah. history, too. <laughs> I think it was, it was, that was the 13th touchdown in the Super Bowl by the quarterback to a certain receiver or something like that. They, yeah, the they, record was for the whole postseason. They broke, oh, it was for they, the whole postseason. I thought it was the, 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 post, the, like, the Super Bowl. Gronk had 13 Super Bowl touchdowns. No, no. F- 14 <laughs> postseasons. Yeah. I didn't know that. That would have been, been incredible. I thought I, thought I <laughs> yeah, read that. Do you guys not like Gronk? I think he's fine. Yeah. Yeah, he's fine. He's fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, wow. I just, I don't oh, know. I've, I've always found it hard to root for the Patriots. And That's right. Uh, he and his bionic arm almost beat the Eagles in <laughs> that Super Bowl. So that he kind of. <laughs> almost. It, yeah, very almost. close. Yeah. That was, but, it was literally but, like, but he had like won. six casts on his arm and but still was beating us. Yeah. 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 Wow. I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't get to watch the entirety of the first half of the Super Bowl. Oh. So I missed almost. Oh, wait, because of the broadcast. broadcast. Right. So I missed. Almost the entire fun part of the game. That's I mean, the start tough. of the game wasn't I mean, all that fun. It was just, neither team was scoring. I just thought, but I the, thought it was a really good game. Like I did not miss a single play. I didn't want to go to the bathroom or get some more chili or. Oh, how was the chili? Oh God, John, so good. <laughs> oh, shout out to Will too for making some great buffalo chicken dip. That sounds mm. outstanding. It was mm. a. I mean. Not great on the uh, on the stomach area. <laughs> <laughs> was hurting for a day or two, but. Is that why you skipped class on Monday? No, I told you why. I know you did. Yeah. I'm just saying. Whoa. <laughs> just <laughs> dropping that bomb. I mean, it's true. <laughs> and I don't care anymore. <laughs> I quoted my senioritis is the reason. <laughs> uh, another thing about the game that I loved was uh, Antoine Winfield. And yeah. His play in the secondary, first of all. Uh, he They held Tyreek Hill and that legendary receiving core to a very, very low game. So that was impressive. And then he taunted Hill with his own celebration, which I thought was awesome. Shane, I don't know how you feel about it as one of those purist guys. Oh, jeez. In the moment, I was like, oh, come on. Like, you deserve the flag, you idiot. But then, you know, I saw, um, I think it was Ryan Clark who tweeted it. I'm pretty sure. Who, If you don't follow him on Twitter, please do, because it's absolute outstanding content. Um, he tweeted like, you know, receivers can do all this crap and, and taunt and do all this stuff and never, you know, and it's so cool when they're catching touchdowns and burning DBs and whatever. But as soon as a DB does it, they get flagged for it. He was like, so yeah, he got flagged, but like that had to feel pretty good. So I, I, I get that again. I still have the mindset of like that. It's a grown man, like probably with a child or something like you throwing up a peace sign is really how you're getting back at another grown man with a child. But in the moment, I get it. It's a competition. It's fun. It was a good comeback because he did shut him down. Right. I would have had more of a problem if, like, Tyreek burned him and had a touchdown and 10 catches or something. So yeah. his play. And, I mean, their last game. Justified I mean, it, It's it. got to be embarrassing to, like, yeah. be all over the media oh, saying, no. oh, I got 200 yards in the first yeah, quarter. Yeah, yeah. No, I stuff. get it. I get it. I it, it was subtle. He didn't, like, go punch him in the head like Javon Wims or something. Yeah. You know, like, it was good. but You love that guy. But it just <laughs> in the Super Bowl, you can't cost your team 15 yards. I mean, you saw what it sure. did to the Chiefs. The Chiefs killed themselves in that game. Mm-hmm. They had, like, 10 penalties. Yeah. And – they continued, you know, people were all over Twitter going, nah, 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 it's Tom Brady, owns the refs, whatever. Well, just don't be idiots and don't do stupid crap, and they won't call a, a penalty. It, it's yeah. really that simple. I mean, and you would think a team coached by Andy Reid 
would know in the biggest game of the year with the most people watching, with the most with the best selected refs of the season. Don't be an idiot. It's really that simple. Uh but Winfield, I think that was a good nice redemption moment. So I'm happy for him. He posted another one on Instagram. Now that's two references. I think we get the point. <laughs> Leave it alone. You're a Super Bowl champ. And to that point, in the first half, you know, when everyone was complaining about the refs, Tyron Matthew in particular was, oh, I remember, yeah. he was killing him yeah. just by himself. I mean, he was – I don't remember exactly what happened, but he was just did – he, he and Brady he, exchanged a lot of words. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And, Bra- and Brady – oh, man. Supposedly he said, like, oh, he said something that was just, like, out of line. It's like, I, we're probably never going to know what he said. But still, I mean, to your point, you, you can't do that in a game that was very close at that point. Especially when you're losing yeah. to Tom Brady. I mean, yeah. And he are... was the one who got burned, I think, on a yeah. touchdown early on. Yeah, by Antonio Brown. Yeah. I mean, and, and uh, Breland, he just had a miserable game for them. It was really, you know, we were sitting here last week kind of talking up the underrated parts of these teams, and we talked about the, the Chiefs' secondary, but, man, they let that team down. They did not get to Brady enough. He, maybe a sack or two, but not enough pressure. He had a pretty clean pocket. Uh, Gronk dominated certain parts of the game when he needed to. Um, you know, Chris Godwin maybe had a catch or two. Mike Evans, not a ton of stuff. Antonio Brown caught the touchdown. But, I mean, it was just a clean, classic Brady big game performance. He's not going to lose it with his right arm. It's just not going to happen. And, you know, shout out to Bruce Arians for getting his first. Shout out Mm -hmm. to Bruce Arians for, you know, assembling an outstanding, diverse coaching staff that is all being celebrated and well-deserved right now. Um, It shows that you can win in the NFL with a coaching staff that looks the way that the Bucks do. Um, all really good stuff. And we just saw an absolute hammered Brady on a boat. <laughs> yeah. Throwing the Lombardi from one to another. Absolute that was so stupid. Awesome That's what happens moment. When you eat avocado ice cream all week. <laughs> no, avocado uh, tequila, he said. <laughs> yeah, but he all. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, I know. Shot. Uh,. I think that's awesome. It's hilarious. His tweet was iconic. LeBron's response was even funnier. Just a bunch of good stuff. Did Shane just compliment LeBron James? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, not, we have that on recording. I'm Whoa. not. I'm not a like a. Have it know, on record. Shane complimented LeBron. Evil villain here. <laughs> I mean, you feel like it sometimes. God forbid. No, I thought it was awesome. I mean, the game was yeah. You know, not not maybe the mo- the game we all thought it was going to mm-hmm. be, but the shock factor of the. Bucks just killing the Chiefs, I think, was kind of cool. What did we think of the halftime show? I thought the weekend was I liked awesome, it. personally. I know a lot of people that were very against him. A lot mm. of uh, boomers out there were <laughs> very, very angry about I, it. One of my friends texted in our group chat a screenshot with her dad, and he said, is this guy actually famous? Yeah. I thought he was good. I mean, I, <laughs> I did too. I'm a big weekend fan, yeah, so I like a lot of his songs. I was kind of like, oh, man. This song too. I forgot about this yeah, song. That's he's a got great a lot song. Of them. His discography is quite impressive. It was it was kind of weird when uh, Blinding Lights came on. John was like, "Oh, I know this one. Good yeah. song." Oh I yeah, because it's I think <laughs> becoming the national anthem. Yeah. I mean, oh, everywhere, everywhere you look. I thought it was good. I mean, nothing's gonna top J Lo and Shakira. I mean, that was <laughs> yeah, that was a ten out of ten. <laughs> 
Okay. Shane, if you watched the uh, World of Dance episode for our um, global television class, uh, J-Lo is actually one of the uh, judges on the show. Wow. Yeah, you didn't it's, know that? It's Neo, J-Lo, and, and uh, Derek, Derek Huff. Huff. Yeah. It was, a, it was an interesting what episode. A trio. I know, right? <laughs> it's a great Derek show. Huff? Yeah. It's a great show. Neo's cool hats? Yeah. He wow. wears a lot of them. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Commercials? Anything? St- I loved the Will Ferrell one. I've never be been a honest, big commercial I guy. I didn't pay attention to them this year. They weren't great, I will say. They mm. weren't like... I, I'm sure COVID had something to do with it. But you people know? pay a ton, a ton of money for those. Yeah. There was a good Doritos one, as usual. The McConaughey? Yeah. Yeah. Always a good Doritos one. Uh, great Queen song in that... In that uh, I want to be... No, I'm not going to sing it. Uh, <laughs> sing it. Break free. Yeah, that. Um, I thought the Will Ferrell one was really funny. Like, I, I audibly laughed at that one. <laughs> <laughs> Got a nice chuckle. Mm-hmm. Just because I love that man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I didn't... I didn't get to watch a ton of commercials because I was kind of running around when yeah. I got back, so that was disappointing. Okay, I can, so I can confirm that. So, most shocking uh, part about the game, in anything, we'll we'll wrap up with this about about the Super Bowl. What one main takeaway, Dan? Oh, for me? Yeah. How about we start with Matt, who watched the whole game? Oh, okay, Matt. I have to think. I, on I mean, this. I'll just start with the simple one: just the Chiefs not scoring a touchdown. I mean, yeah, isn't it's I, fair? I, isn't this Mahomes' first mm. ever game without a scoring a touchdown? That's it's right. Just, wow, it's insane. I mean, it, it, there was hardly anybody predicting them to score less than like twenty-eight points or even thirty. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's just—it's nuts. It's a credit to the Bucks defense, and it's you know, obviously the reason they won this game. Layouts, what do you got? You know, I didn't watch much of the first half, even though I was in the newsroom. I was watching more of Dan's broadcast. Uh, cause, cause wow, women's, what a women's, good friend. Because women's soccer is my beat, too, and I, I had to watch the game a little Not bit. Not because you're a good friend, just because you were doing your work. Both, well, both, both there. Okay. But, um, you know, I think to Dan's point, the Bucks brought the pressure, and the Chiefs couldn't hold on to it. I think there was too many times uh, that Mahomes could held the ball, and it looked a little bit more like Carson Wentz for once. Oof. I'm I'm gonna go with uh, the Chiefs defense just getting ran over by a 43 year old as one of the most shocking things of the game. I thought that they'd have a slightly better game plan with two weeks heading into the Super Bowl, the plan for Tom Brady, and it's not like Brady's bringing out any new moves. He's been around the league for <laughs> forever, and he's been he's won six Super Bowls. You'd think there would be a book on him where you could kind of predict things. I mean, I know I know he has a new receiving core around him, and uh, now Lombardi Lenny was. Out there <laughs> helping them out, but I I just thought that they would come up with a better game plan and they'd have some kind of way to stop them. But I guess Bruce Arians and his staff just really were the better coaching staff this time. Andy Reid got out coached, and that was kind of surprising to me. I agree. I think it's the greatness of Tom Brady is just so 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 explicit. He is, you know, in the top. Whatever. I, I hate the top crap. I don't whatever. He is in the handful of the greatest athletes to ever, ever, ever play. There's no debate there. Um it, it is remarkable. I, I think the biggest thing is, you know, I, I agree with everything you guys have said, but it the like magnitude of it is this team has not been to the postseason in a ton of years. They haven't won a Super Bowl since John Gruden in 02 or something like that. They're a miserable franchise for most of our lives. They're a laughing stock with Jameis Winston and Mike Glennon. 
just bad teams that have never, ever produced something mm-hmm. memorable. And in one offseason, after Brady had just finished the greatest dynasty in sports, he wanted a new challenge. He wanted something different. He wanted to take a chance. He wanted to mainly prove to people and maybe to Bill Belichick and people online that he's still by far the best quarterback. And he goes there. He, He brings along Lombardi Lenny. Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, he fires up Bruce Arians, and all of a sudden they're the Super Bowl champs. They were 7-5 at one point. They were 7-5 in the regular season. They didn't win their division. They won three straight playoff games to get to the Super Bowl. They beat Rodgers, Breeze, Mahomes. There is not going to be a three-quarterback trio better than that that a team's going to go through to get to a Super Bowl. It is truly one of the best uh, runs by a team, I think, for sure in football history, maybe in all of sports. Um, I I love immediately Jim Nance asks him during the presentation. He goes, oh, I'll be back. You already know that. Like, come on, Jim. What kind of stupid question is that? (laughs) Don't, no, I don't no, know, Jim. No, no, Jim. Uh, Tony, slander here. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> I thought Romo was uh, very underwhelming in the Super Bowl. I thought he had a great moment to shine and didn't. That's a side classic. Note. He's a, he's looking for his way to ESPN. Uh, Romo always underperforming in clutch moments. That's a good point, Dan. <laughs> so I think the magnitude of this win goes way more than just another Super Bowl. Goes more than you know Brady's seventh. This this was about as impressive of a run for a team that I can remember in my sports life. So, credit to them. It was impressive. The parade looked incredible. Um, Tampa Bay should be feeling very good right now. City of champions. Champa Bay. Champa Bay. <laughs> Tampa champ. No, that doesn't work. TV. Uh, no. By the way, a uh, an interesting information from interesting piece of information from one of our listeners, my girlfriend Natty. Oh. She said. Commercials Congrats weren't on great. The girlfriend. Thank you. <laughs> Commercials weren't great because beer companies decided that they wanted to donate money to the causes of COVID as opposed to spending money on ridiculous commercials. Well, that's a good tip bit right there, Maddie. Hmm. Thank you, Maddie. Advertising major, yeah, by the way. Yeah, learn that in our advertising yeah, classes. Yeah, I, see, I pay attention. Very nice. Should we take a break? I guess so. What do you think, John? Let's do it. Okay. We'll be back. Talking baseball and basketball when we get back, Shane? Oh, just so much to talk about perfect glorious times potential chris bryant trade i just saw whoa (laughs) Uh, philly oh no the after the call they're gonna beat you again no he's not no you already know just just stop mentioning (laughs) just 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 mets are done stay tuned welcome back to down the line (laughs) shane hogan dan abington matt yazel john leuzzi How's everyone doing? A little technical glitch there. Yeah. Sorry yeah. for everyone out there. <laughs> Welcome back. No, I'm just kidding. Um, One more time. Wh- oh. Tony. Call <laughs> uh, me back, Jim. Oh. Sorry, that was a little too loud that time. <laughs> it's that pink shirt. <laughs> Confidence is through the roof with this guy. I mean, I have to look stylish for uh, your show tonight, Shane. GSR, Marquette Television, uh, 7 o'clock, and MarquetteWire.org. I, I have some major Did you really just talk during the plug? Uh, yeah. Come on, Dan. 
I have some major I say contention. It again? He, he's with, mad about the with what last happened night. on the show. Let's talk about Wait, it. Wait, the show didn't right? happen yeah, yet. It, it, the show did not happen yet, you're, Dan. You're predicting that something might happen? Yes. What are you predicting? Uh, that there's a great Wall Street athlete, Journal prep. That there's. <laughs> 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 that was really funny. Wall Street uh, Journal that's prep. That's good. Uh, I the Wall think, Street Journal paper. I think that the debate about the greatest athlete of all time is ridiculous. I think you're ridiculous. Because I don't think that Tom Brady belongs in the top five of greatest athletes ever, personally. What did you smoke this morning? I, that's athletes ever, not best champions ever. He's definitely. Oh God, up you're there. not one of those who who Brady or Rogers is the better quarterback because he no. can throw the ball further. No, I don't think that Rogers is up there. I think that Tom Brady is the greatest football player of all time. But I think. Well, then what the heck are we discussing? I think that uh, let's see, Simone Biles. Serena Williams, they're absolutely up there. Yeah, Serena was on the graphic. I know. Simone Biles She's wasn't, going and I think that was a an oversight, a major she oversight. She's going to be on it. They, you, it's longevity. They, she, she's been outstanding at one Olympics. That's not true. Two. Dude, they have changed international competition rules because the moves that she did yeah. are unfair to the rest of the competition. I, I agree, but longevity. Michael Phelps won medals at four straight Olympics. I think he belongs up there. Yeah, he did. But guess what? You don't have all the room in the world on a graphic. I don't think that Michael Jordan is up there, personally. Oh, goodness gracious. Have you ever heard of the book called The Jordan Rules? Yes. Yeah, Changing Rules. I think LeBron James is better a better athlete than Michael Jordan, first We've of all. We've had this conversation and debate multiple uh, times. Can we just move on to baseball? I think that Tiger Woods probably has a claim. Yeah, <laughs> Good maybe, but he doesn't even have the most majors <laughs> in golf. Right. So, Matt, what are you having for dinner while these two are talking <laughs> about this debate? We're having an next tonight, John. That's right. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think that was a major Proud oversight. Proud sponsor, down the line. Boo. My, <laughs> my main complaint was that Simone Biles was not talked about on the show and that Matt thinks that Michael Jordan is no, the greatest No, it was an ever. impulse response because I didn't have one prepared and Shane blindsided He, does, he hasn't question. come up with a response yet. This <laughs> is a, okay. this show hasn't TV. happened it yet. Does. He hasn't Dan, come up I'm not ashamed of the answer, but I think you're wrong in saying that he doesn't belong up there. But I, I I don't know if he's necessarily my pick. You um, just called Tom Brady the greatest football player ever and then said that he doesn't belong in the top five of athletes. How does that make I any sense? I think he's maybe five or six. Matt, I agreed with what I think you were going to say uh, about it being a team sport, but then you went on to talk about basketball like it's not a team sport. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? You, last, uh, I'm predicting that <laughs> you said... You know, football is the ultimate team sport, and so that might diminish Brady's value. But then you well, went on to talk about basketball like it's not a team because sport. Because basketball is mu- well, basketball is much less of a team sport. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, it obviously is a team sport. But that I mean, come on, the the logic there is twenty two players on one field versus ten is a lot different. Well, oh, and it's it, got nothing to do Michael with the Jordan plays of both people. sides of the ball. That yeah, was my I, point. I, I get that argument. I'm with you on that argument, okay. which is why he's better in the argument with LeBron James. LeBron hasn't played a lick of defense in 12 years. Oh, my years. God. Le- oh where, my where's, God. where's his Defensive Player of the Year awards, huh? Oh, my Lord. Did he get him the same year he won the MVP and the Finals MVP? Oh, I must have missed something. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> it's not just, true. Just give me a break. Yeah, he'll block a shot. He'll chase down block. Yeah, that's a great effort. When he plays on-ball defense against the team's best player in the NBA Finals, we can have a conversation. Okay. And he's had 10 Finals to do it. 
You know who won a defensive player of the year and doesn't guard the best player on the other team? Who? Giannis. Yeah, I- I'm not here proclaiming okay. Giannis is even the best Good. player in the league. But defensive player of the year does not necessarily mean that they're the best defender in the league. Personally, I don't think I think that's sometimes a stupid award. Three hours later, that's this debate is still going on for why he hasn't won one. Boo. No, I I'm not defending LeBron not winning one. That you have a good point there. I know, but I don't think that defensive player of the year is necessarily indicative of the fact that LeBron James does not play defense. I don't agree with that. I think he's a better athlete than Michael Jordan. That was my main point there. You're saying that because you think he's a he's better athletic features? Yes. That's not the argument. Then Giannis is the best athlete. Then Yao Ming. You know, and like these guys that are just, you, you can't teach certain things. That's correct. Yeah, that's not the argument. The argument is putting a career versus a career. Accomplishment, accomplishment. Stats, stats. Abilities, abilities. Hence, Brady over Rodgers and Manning and, and the whole, Favre, that whole thing because, you know, Rodgers can throw the ball better and he can move better. No one's disagreeing with that. But Brady's got seven Super Bowls and Rodgers got one. I, it, He's played in ten and Rodgers has played in one. I mean, there's no argument. You, you have to have both. I mean, I agree. As a Rodgers fan, I, I agree with that. But, I mean, but and, and in those ten getting to ten Super Bowls, Brady's just played average level of quarterback? No, that is asinine. He threw 40-plus touchdowns at 43 this year. That is talent. That is ability. Yeah, he doesn't make the sexiest throw every time, but how has he made the clutchest and smartest and best throw? Yeah, he has. It's, it's not an argument. Rodgers, first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Not ever going to be in Brady's level. Brady talks on baseball? Sure. Uh, speaking of baseball, Shane, uh, do you think that Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame? I don't agree with cheating. No, I don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Wow. It's a a lame argument. No. Why not? Because there's Roger Clemens, too. I don't think Sammy Sosa should be in it either. Do you think think Schilling juiced? If there's evidence. That's that's not the argument against him. Okay, I'll give you Schilling because if you really – his, I guess my my issue is with Kurt Schilling. His politics. No, it's and his it's, abrasiveness. Yeah. So mainly. okay, I'll I'll give you that one. Can I just say something that I went after an article or an assignment Dan wrote about this for his uh, sports journalism class that I got to read? The Baseball Hall of Fame is not all about morale. It's mm-hmm. about the statistics. But okay, if it's the about playing. stats, then how can you give a guy that openly cheated? How can you count those stats for what they are? You know who else openly cheated? Who? Hank Aaron. Willie Stargell. Babe Ruth. Mickey Mantle. What did Hank Aaron do? How, they how took do amphetamines. Cheat? They took greenies. Is the, Babe what's the Ruth difference showed up drunk to games. Oh. That's not cheating. That, that would make it worse, for Hank, her, harder for well, him to do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just shy. That's that a good wasn't, point. Wasn't, that wasn't what's a the great difference combat? between greenies and PEDs? I'm genuinely asking the question. I don't know, but it was still cheating. Gaylord Perry had grease. In two different spots, so that he could use it. Spitballs okay, or amazing that, things. And so this That's takes cheating. away. This takes away the argument. No one is talking about them. It takes away the argument from Bonds and and Clemens and Sosa. Barry Bonds doesn't hit seven fifty six or whatever if he does not use steroids. That that is there's but, 
But how do you know how many of those home runs came because of steroids? You don't. You never will. And and you can say the exact same thing that I just said. How do you know that he hits that many if he didn't right. do it? So why are you putting it up to chance? It's why he hasn't gotten in. It's probably why he won't get in. And he has his best case right now because there's a lot of people that agree with you. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. But I just don't think that open – and look, it sucks because he got caught. I'm not saying he's the only one that's ever used PEDs. That era of baseball – was littered with them. So it's unfortunate that he and Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire Piazza's got, in the Hall of Fame. got caught. But there are guys that didn't get caught that n- no one even knows about. But, you know, A-Rod's probably never going to get in. Yeah, it, it sucks. Baseball is a very, very complex sport when it comes to all that stuff. Which I think is it's why dumb. It's crazy. But you, you just, I mean, me personally... Uh, it's not morale. It's I don't think that he has those numbers if he didn't use. But he's also baseball's all-time home run leader. Pete Rose is the all-time hits leader. And guess what? Pete Rose isn't in. They both should be. Pete Rose, I'm, I'm a little more lenient on it because he didn't cheat. That's he funny just... because a lot of people have the opposite opinion. They think that Pete Rose should never be in because yeah. he had a direct impact on the games that he was gambling on. And people say but he that, was betting on himself, right? I think if he was if he was shaving points, personally, I believe any of the steroid guys, Pete Rose, Kurt Schilling, I think that they should all be in the Hall of Fame because I, it is not a Hall of Morality. No one's arguing that. I know, but I'm just saying, I don't think that that should be a problem. I think they should all be in. There but, the, are, but then there are just, notorious but then cheaters, why, then racist why is, liars. But then why is then then why is cheating illegal? Why why is using PEDs illegal now then? If if you can still get in the Hall of Fame because Barry Bonds did it and he's in the Hall, then what's going to stop the next great home run hitter to juice up a little bit more and say, "Well, Barry Bonds got in, so it's not a morale issue." Yeah, but it's about precedent. Yeah, but the precedent of Hall of Fame voters is to have voted in cheaters. But there's a lot of cheaters already in the Hall of Fame. There are, and they shouldn't be. Yeah. I think baseball Hall of Fame voters are sometimes idiots. I agree. I think some of them that leave a ballot empty should never be able to vote again. Like this year. The one guy who didn't think Jeter was a unanimous vote. Get out of here. Jeter! But but I'm I'm here... (laughs) You know, I, I don't. I'm never gonna vote for the Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, that would be a dream. But it's it's opinion. It, yeah. And so there's a lot of opinions, and when a majority of the opinion wins, just like democracy, that person wins. But he, my question to you, and this is what we're seeing a lot with these Hall of Fame classes now. There's a veterans committee that doesn't rely yeah. on opinion. So there. What is the difference Here's now? Here's the thing. The because sports writers are a lot more lenient than the players are, weirdly, because the players... Players don't put up with cheating. Right. In, in, and, and, like, they might they, not care as much about what, like, shilling, I guess. Yeah. They want there to be fewer people in the Hall of Fame. I agree with that. From so, a from a basic uh, argument standpoint, I agree with that thinking. I think it that Schilling be, has ruined his case. It should be it should be more selective to be in the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and that that doesn't also necessarily just based on stats. If you are a transformative person, you know, in like Billy Williams, he has the stats, he has the All Star games and stuff. But like, 
what he went through and what he stood for, I think, you know, that deserves to be in for, you know, breaking barriers and, and transforming the game as opposed to maybe having 50 less home runs than someone. Or, you know, mm. that's an example. But, like, yeah. I think that stuff should also count. So, you know, Kurt Schilling, yeah, he's just a piece of garbage of a person. <laughs> but do you want piece of garbage people representing baseball's best no, you don't. There already are a lot of them is the big problem. I understand that. That's but the... So get a committee together to revoke that. Right. If that's where we're at because we live in cancel culture, then do that. Could you imagine how many guys would be removed from the Hall of Fame if they were using character as like a as the main driving force? But no one is using character. Right. Well, no, they are. Maybe a in Pete. A lot of voters Pete are. Schilling. Kurt Schilling's Schilling. case he is. But, but like... But now he's saying like he wants his name taken off the ballot. There are definitely people who have voted who have not voted for Schilling just because of baseball reasons. I mean, he's that's, been on the ballot for the last nine years. Yeah, true. that's there, true. Like they, this year, they put the votes in before he said what he said about the yes. Capitol riots. Yeah. Which but is, he's what, also that I think the Capitol riots were just kind of a culmination. Oh, he's also yeah. talked a lot about. Oh, he he said stuff on he, Sunday night baseball yeah. broadcast. And he advocated. For the lynching of journalists, yeah. which when you're, journalists are the people that are getting you into the Hall of Fame, that is yeah. not your best card to play. And so, no, I have no sympathy that he's not in the Hall of Fame, even no. if his stats declare it reasonable. My, yeah, my argument, like, this was a thing we did for our class, by the way, if you didn't know. Um, my argument was basically like, yeah, I would probably eventually just vote on stats, but even if even the writers who voted for him are going to hate themselves when they see Schilling take the stand and give a Hall of Fame speech. But if it's and a... represent like be in front of the whole baseball world and supposedly be proud to induct these guys mm-hmm. in, that's, that's not going to be a good day. It's an honor and something you should be proud of to get into the something Hall of Fame. Something both sides should be proud of. And I listened to the um Lennon JD had a podcast um and they had Tim Kirchin on it and you know, he was talking about how awesome, like, the night before the Hall of Fame ceremony is mm-hmm. because all the new members are at dinner with, you know, everyone else that's in the hall. And it's just like this outstanding, amazing, great celebration to induct the new members. Mm-hmm. And if it's about tradition and it's about representing the best that baseball has to offer, then you have to take into consideration non-baseball numbers mm-hmm. and non-baseball figures. And that is just the world we live in. We don't live in anything that's just statistical besides, like, coding and engineering and, you know, like that kind of stuff. But that's – people love baseball players and athletes and sports because it, they're also people. You can't just go off of numbers. And mm-hmm. so when a human, a person, is super faulted like Kurt Schilling is – and, yeah, I'm aware that that's an opinion I just made, but I don't really care about that – you have to take that into consideration. And so, you know, Barry Bonds might be a super nice guy, but he cheated to get there. And I'm not saying he's the only one that's done it, and I'm I'm aware that there's other people that are in, but that's just a fact. He cheated to get to to get to the number. Mm-hmm. Was he electric to watch? Sure. I, we were young, but I remember when he hit the last one. W- was it, you know, awesome to to see him break records? Of course, but I mean, Everyone knew as soon as A-Rod was caught, absolutely no chance he was getting in. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to. You know, and A-Rod's done a lot, I will say, 
to kind of redeem his character. And people still don't like him, and that's fine. But, you know, he's, you know, he was a, not the greatest broadcaster. He's but terrible. He's <laughs> awful. Um, you know, him. he's on, like, Shark Tank, and he, he's done a really good job in the financial world. Like Married to J-Lo. He's yeah. with J-Lo. That's and good for his image. He was at the inauguration because he was married to Jay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but it's always going to come back to when it's arguing, is he a Hall of Famer? No, because he he cheated. On a totally separate and he note. Didn't, and he didn't need to. And neither did Bonds. They didn't need to cheat. A-Rod was, uh, whatever. Well, I mean, I, I'm just looking at this for something else because I was Matt and I were not really a part of that conversation there for that segment. But Matt was. Matt got in. Kind of a little bit. But Marquette, uh, men's f- next four out of five on the road. Sheesh. <laughs> what? Okay, Mar- they're bad, John. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, I didn't realize for? the schedule was made that way. That, I guess that's the real reason why I said sheesh. But I didn't realize their schedule for the next five games. <laughs> why did you made. just that say that worst, sentence? Worst segue of all time. Whatever. It's time for winners and losers. No, it's not. No. We got five more minutes. Oh. Uh, Loser. Barry Bonds. <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> yeah, I, I got myself really fired up when I was writing that. Uh, column for our sports journalism class, and I needed to talk it out a little bit more. And I, I totally get what you're saying. It's not a based on morale, but you can't just alienate one in in the other. Right, they, but I think it's a it lot makes of revisionist up. history from a lot of the voters now where they allowed in a lot of cheaters, racists, liars, and now they're saying that those guys aren't allowed in. I don't I, think that's I get a fair that, bar. But, but you can't just be like, well, we're never going to change. You have to change at some point. Yeah, is the next step to maybe revoke those people? Yes, that would sure. That would probably do a lot of wrong. If those guys were all out, I'd be fine. Right, a lot of wrong, I should say. I just, but I'm, but I mean, right now it just does not sit right with me that these guys can't get in when there are already cheaters in. That doesn't feel right to me, personally. Okay, I don't know. Want to talk about Trevor Bauer real quick? Screw him. <laughs> well, I Trevor agree. Bauer signed with the Dodgers. <laughs> Screw the Dodgers. We now have <laughs> I agree. Clayton Kershaw, <laughs> Walker, Bueller. Walker Bueller, Trevor Bauer, Julio Urias. Did you see that? I don't act like you're upset. You were did you see for joy that? Uh, I was. Did you see <laughs> that Walker Bueller and the Dodgers agreed on a two-year, eight million dollar contract? Imagine signing one of the best arms in baseball. To that. To avoid arbitration. To avoid arbitration. Well, I was very happy that Bauer went to the Dodgers yeah. because that meant he was not in the NL East. Woohoo! Boo Mets! <laughs> always like when the Mets suffer. That is always fun. But yeah, the Dodgers become even more dangerous, and that is terrifying for all of us in the National League. Here's, here's what MLB just put on Instagram Bueller, Kershaw, Seeger, Betts, Muncie, Bauer, Bellinger. Don't I mean, about Muncie. I'm, I'm there's a lot of players you shouldn't forget about. It's just on their team. Oh, it's, it's the graphic. I thought I thought it was like a something. My it is absurd. There, there are they like are. the first year or two. I think it's like forty million dollars he's getting, and like they're they were already going to be over the luxury tax, but like they're going to be even more. It doesn't matter to them. All right now, like I obviously yeah, it doesn't matter, but like the fact that the MLB is allowing it. Like this is a this is this His goes to the, this goes to the reason why Major League Baseball should have somewhat of a salary cap compared like the so? other. They got the luxury, but like, still like they come just on. blew through the luxury tax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, P- any team can do it. The Mets are going to do it soon. Matt, it's just a matter of time with Cohen. It, it, it's I think it could be a bad look for the for the for the league. I really do. 
His contract is interesting mostly because of the opt-outs yeah. after both years. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, that's the kind of player he is. Most people think it's crazy that he would, like, or it would be very surprising if he stays all three years since he has those opt-outs yeah. after each one. But, I mean, he's making an absurd amount of money. That is an excellent scenario for him to be in. Oh, yeah. it is. It, 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 it fits his kind of personality. It's, he can, it's the leverage. And we wheel could, and deal all he wants now. We could have the power deal. sweepstakes again next right. year. It's, That's yay. A excellent scenario for him and smart move by his agent to be able to oh, yeah. parlay their uh, all the power they had into yeah. that kind of a contract with the best team in baseball. I mean, you can say not only is, has he been one of the best pitchers in recent, but he just won the Cy Young Award, so he can use that to his advantage, and mm-hmm. he's doing that now. I like I like. I, I think I'm going to give a hot take right here, though. Oh. I don't think he's worth that much money. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's an overpay. For 40 million, I would agree. Um, well, I think I, the Dodgers and the Mets got into a heavyweight. Yeah. Well, the way that they did, and, and I get it. You know, the Dodgers can flex, and and if you know they're fine paying the luxury tax. Supposedly, the Mets offered more. Yeah, which is insane. But I just but I think, think to, to tie up the Mets to tie up problem. that much salary into Mets. one person. I mean, he's yeah. making more than three teams' total payroll. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> one of those. Uh, the Brewers. No. No, it's like the Pirates, Orioles, and oh, well. <laughs> Yeah. Someone else. The crappy teams in the league. Well, it's winners and losers time. When's the last time the Phillies made the playoffs, John? This year. Yeah, be quiet. <laughs> no. Brewers have never won a World Series. Yeah. Okay. okay. Did I just say that or did Shane just say that? I didn't have a We come- had to say that. Have you didn't have a comeback. comeback. I didn't have a comeback for Shane. You don't need to hate on me like that, Matt. The Cubs, I can hate on you. Cubs I, mean, I mean, the Cubs, the Cubs l- are bad. Let everybody go this offseason. The Cubs uh, lost Len, too. Yeah. Okay. Winners and losers. Whoa. I'll go first. My winner is Devin Booker for uh, last night after when Giannis pulled up for the game-winning shot <laughs> for a mid-range game winner. And Devin Booker said after the game, when he saw that happen, he said, we're in good shape. So I really enjoyed that. And he's also a great player and very fun to watch. So here's my winner for that. And my loser is Britt Reed for, I think, pretty obvious reason. Yeah. Yeah. Critically endangering a five-year-old girl. Who's next? Um. I'll go next. Um, my <laughs> nobody else is taking it. Um, my winner is Todd Bowles. Uh, we were talking about it a lot before. Um, I oh. think he could potentially get another head coaching job. We'll see how that goes, but um, he he did an incredible job this whole postseason. Capped it off with the best performance ever in at least. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what and I was going to say. Incredible performance in the Super Bowl. Can we just say the Jets had zero success with Bowles and went for Gase after that? Yeah. Oh. That, that just shows he's Shane the boy. He is the worst. And uh, my loser is Mets fans, uh, mostly because uh, – yeah. Not just because they yeah. – Good loser. Not because they lost out on Bauer. Nah. Well, yes, because of that, but yeah. because of stupid face Bob Nightingale – <laughs> and his stupid tweet saying the Mets signed him. And also Bauer's team, like, posting yeah. signed Mets gear by Bauer. I mean, that's just – that's painful, man. And they're just – they're the losers. Stupid face. <laughs> I like that. I like that. John, me Shane, or you? You can go. Okay. Uh, I have two losers because I'm a pessimist. <laughs> uh, my first one, pretty obvious, Steve Wojciechowski. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, I don't really have much else to say other than this guy probably shouldn't be the coach next year. 
That's an opinion. I gotta buy him out with a lot of money if that's the case. Fire Wojo. That's that's the the problem. I mean, an absolute disgusting display of basketball in the last two months. Uh, My other loser, Urban Meyer, (laughs) uh, hiring Chris Doyle. You took it. Oh, sorry, John. You let me go first. Sorry, what was that? Uh, Today, Iowa coach. That sent a bunch of guys to the hospital. Yeah, he was let go from Iowa. The strength and conditioning coach put a bunch of guys. What did he hire him as? As the Direct, same, yeah, director or something like that. Oh Player also a lot of like complaints of being racially biased towards black players mm-hmm. at Iowa. So, really nice yeah. hire by uh, Urban Meyer. And Urban Meyer said that he personally vetted, vetted him. <laughs> That's come on, I'm Urban, saying. you got a chance yeah. the NFL, my man. Be better than that. All right, I'm gonna go with two losers because I can't. I can't two winners because I can't think of losers. Correct that. Uh, first know. winner is uh, Major Me. League Baseball. Oh. Because next week is the start of spring training, uh, it's a great time. Uh, very excited for baseball. So your be winner back. of the week this week is has something to do with what's because it's next because week. it's moving day. That's moving a day. Good week. one, Matt. So good one. we're moving. But and my second one, to Shane's point, uh, is my Villanova Wildcats big win last night. Go Cats! <laughs> oh my God. Okay, that's gonna do it, folks. <laughs> my other loser of the week is John. Mm. First of all, for. First of all, for having himself as a winner last week, and now for Villanova as a winner this week, that was about as bad. John, you know that you don't have your mic on, uh, because no, because I intentionally turned you down after you said "Go Cats." <laughs> the power of the board. Uh huh. Right. Loving it. That's gonna do it tonight. For Dan, for John, for Matt, I'm Shane. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.